0: Hi everyone, my name is Lenisha Huggins, and I welcome you to Girl Time. This is a podcast that uses healthy conversations and the Word of God to bring forth growth, love, and healing in relationships. Today, I am in the company of three amazing women, um, and if we can just kind of go around and introduce ourselves and start with you.
1: Okay, so my name is Ajay Shalom, and I am single, from St. Louis, Missouri, originally. What's on?
2: My name is Ariana Anderson. I am single, but currently intentionally dating. Oh, okay. um, yeah, <laughs>
3: man. And I am from Once, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> I am Jashar Brown. Um, I am married. Well, I'll just say what I was raised. I was raised in Fort Wayne.
0: So today we're going to talk about the five love languages and um, how it applies in our lives. Not only like does that apply to people, well, women that are married, but also in our like regular relationships whether it's with girlfriends or families and just stuff like that kind of touch bases in that way and to recap what the five love languages are receiving gifts quality time words of affirmation acts of service and physical touch just so that we know this is what it is (laughs) so we're going to dive into the first topic which is filling your love tank and what that means as far as our love language and I will start with what my love language is so I'm kind of tied between physical touch and words of affirmation because I'm like I need that cuddle time in my life to make me feel better you know? right and then with words of affirmation I love to hear that like we're doing good in our relationship so what about you just like what is your love language
3: I think the same, I'm tied between the two, and it's, um like, little gifts, I think that's one of my love languages, and then um, acts of service, because I feel like those kind of go together, you yes. know, like, yes. if you notice I've been stressed this week, and you go out and get me, like, a chocolate bar or something like that, to me, that's a little gift, and that's an act of service, yes. so I feel like yeah. it's kind of, like, the same.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Mine is uh, quality time through quality conversation. Like I'm big when it comes to like quality conversation and what we're talking about. Because okay. I feel like if the conversation is just pointless or I'm not like or I'm not getting like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, why are we really talking? Yes. I really struggle with that. I can Real. relate to yes. that. So yeah, much. or it's just like, don't just say stuff because I want you to say, it, or you think that's what I want you to say. Like, say right. stuff because you mean it, or that's what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, words of affirmation for me are big because I, I like to give people affirmation. Like, man, we doing You're great. Doing, yeah. It's just an athlete in me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's it, go yeah. team.
1: <laughs> I think for me, mine was kind of similar to yours. I think I lean more towards acts of service, though, Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, giving a gift can be an act of service, but like just something as simple as like, I'm supposed to do laundry or or, mm-hmm. you know, you see my trash is full and you know I'm tired or mm-hmm. something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Like things like that go a long, a long way. Mm-hmm. Or filling up the gas tank. You know, just things mm-hmm. of that nature that yes. like let you know, hey, I'm thinking about you. You know, I'm concerned with your well being, I'm concerned with what you're concerned about. So yes. yeah.
0: And uh you were talking about chocolate uh <laughs> just sorry. Um so last week I had uh the roughest day at work. And um, my husband came and I asked him, like, can you bring me some chocolate? I loved him so much after this because <laughs> he brought me two king-size bars Whoa. of Hershey with the peanuts in it. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I love you so much. Right. And it calmed me down. <laughs> right. And I was just like, yes. I didn't want to strangle nobody after this. <laughs> right. Then- but it was, it was like, it was one of those days. Mm-hmm. It was one of those days where I really, really needed it. He really came through and it was big yeah, yeah. To me yeah. it's just
3: like oh go ahead
0: sorry no we were probably gonna say the same <laughs> right. i was just saying
1: that like that i think that's the thing about the love language is sometimes people like get them mistaken and think that it has to be this really grand gesture yes.
3: but mm-hmm. like
1: a, a little can go a long way
3: i was just gonna say yeah that little like 99 cent piece of candy, just like major entire world. Or like you said, like just taking out the trash, like that can make your whole week <laughs> when, when you, yes. when somebody notices yes. Yes. that you're upset or that, you know, or maybe you did an accomplishment. Maybe you got like. A promotion at work or maybe you lost those last five pounds and so like, like somebody your see significant it. right your significant other's like okay I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get you like two new sports bras that can literally yes. like make my week like <laughs> oh my
1: gosh
2: i just think as women it's just nice to know that you you're paid as People pay as much attention to you as you do them because it's like we're always doing so much, even though it's like, well, I'm not I don't have kids. But it's like even though like at work, like serving my boss or um, serving my it's like you're always give, 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 give. Mm -hmm. So it's nice when somebody's just like, you know, I saw that you did this and I just you know, I just thought to do this for you. Mm -hmm. It's just nice because as women. Man, being a woman, you're just automat- your mind just automatically goes to giving. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how we that's were right. created. We're yep. And so you just like,
0: man, you did this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you may have to bless me like
0: this. Um, and speaking of that, and I'm glad that you said that, um, as far as um as a woman, as much as we give to different people, do you feel that your love language changed based on the relationship that you have with that individual?
3: Currently, because of the current situation that me and or the current stage that me and my husband are kind of going through, where he's like so obsessed with like two K, Fortnite, whatever else. Like even today, they're doing like the twenty four hour game thing. I don't know what it's called on two K, whatever. Like right now, I'm in school and I work, and then he works, and then um like he does stuff for the church, and they'll come home, and his leisure activities is like the two K, whatever. And so now I'm starting to feel like. I'm kind of needing more of that quality time, which is another love language mm-hmm. because it's like I'm working for three different professors and then it's like, I come home and it's like, I set to be a wife. And so then when it's like, I see my husband over there, he's just fine. Just like being on the game. And I'm just like, hello yeah. you know like mm-hmm. I really need some quality time it's like, oh just come sit by me I'm like I don't want to just sit by you while you have your headphones on talking to your other to exactly <laughs> I'm like you're not being present so mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's starting to come up a little bit more at least in this stage of my life
0: and how long have you been married
3: I've been married um a year and some months it'll be two years in August oh. Oh, you. <laughs> that's awesome. thank you that's awesome so
0: and you've been married? I've been, it'll be three years in June. Three years in Oh, you're mm-hmm. June, right. Yes.
2: For me, my, I never knew how much I liked quality conversation until I got in this relationship. Like it got revealed to me after that. Oh, this is something I need. Like, if I don't get this, you you have to make me angry. Like, Mm -hmm. God had to work on me, of course, but I know that another person is not meant to fulfill your needs or make you happy because you make yourself happy. They just add to your happiness and they come alongside Mm -hmm. who God has created you to be. But it's one of those things where there's sometimes where I'm just like, I need quality conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much I needed it. After I read the book, like, the book helped me a lot through the test because Like taking little quizzes at the end because I didn't know that, oh my goodness, I like quality conversation and quality. Yeah, So yeah, I guess that got revealed to me from being with another person.
1: I think mine has pretty much like evolved as I've again grown in Christ and just gotten to know myself a little bit better. Um, Because I do understand that like love is an action word. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there has to be something behind it besides you just saying like, you love someone or or whatnot like okay you know how are you showing me and again that doesn't have to be with you know buying but there's a bunch of different things that go with that so I
0: totally agree and with me I can honestly say that I did not understand my love language until I got to my with my husband and he showed me a different side of what love is and as far as Spending that quality time together and encouraging me to do different things as far as just using words of affirmation and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, I really like that. Like, I want you to continue to do this. (laughs) Let me just say, Valentine's Day, my first, very, very, very first Valentine's Day that I ever spent with a man was with my husband. And we were just dating. And I had told him that. I expressed that to him. And he was just like, okay. And so he knew that I love surprises. He blindfolded me and took me to get my nails and my feet done. He was mad okay. because he had to spend some more money by the time I got there but but he went to got my nails and my feet done, and he took me to his place at the time I was fell asleep on the couch, and when I woke up, there was like rose petals going Uh from the first floor to the second floor, up into the bathroom and I got into the bathroom and there was just candles everywhere and I was just like, Oh my gosh Like I never knew like how much this would like make me so vulnerable until he showed me that. Mm -hmm. He ain't gonna never do it again. Which he said. (laughs) And I was just like this is not okay. Like you cannot introduce me to this and not do it again. (laughs) This is a new standard. Exactly. You don't have to do this every year. But then but then I got real got back together and just like, okay, this is not gonna happen no more. I can't get the dices no more. But just him showing me that really, really um allowed me to understand what it really meant to have somebody take care of you and just all of that other good stuff. So ah, Lord. I'm just like you can't set the bar high and then just bring it back down. You can't do that. You gotta go up just a little bit. Every year, just a little bit. well what was it like for you knowing your love language to better express your love to other people and just showing them like how you want to receive it if it was difficult in any kind of way like how did you manage to get through that
2: i think for me it's it's hard because i don't think anybody truly pays as much attention or fulfills it like i do or like i need for other people like it's one of those things that when it comes to other people i make a point to ask people like well, how are you? Why do you think this? Or why do you act the way you act? Or like things like that. Like, I just want to know everything, like any Mm -hmm, and everything. And not in a way of being nosy, but I'm just like, man, I would love for a person to sit with me and truly know like, well, how does your mind process? Or man, that's Mm -hmm. interesting that you think that. But I think for me, I don't even know if I'm necessarily getting over it because I think that's something I'm still in. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't truly think that people pay as much attention to me as I do them. And I think that's what I'm struggling with because I get, I like to get angry and stingy like, well, how dare they not? <laughs> and it's just one of those things where God is just like, you do everything unto me. So if they don't fulfill that, that's not for them to fulfill anyway, because right, you're doing right. things for the service of me. Yeah, like and that. so he kind of sat me down uh, on that one, but it would be, <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah, he's been getting on me lately. Lord help me.
0: <laughs> so how How hard is it for you to actually accept what they're giving when you feel like you're giving more? See, that's a good question. I don't think I've even really thought about that.
2: (laughs) It's one of those things where I receive it like however people want to bless me because i know certain people might not be necessarily trained to operate how i do like it's one of those things like even with travis and like we're so different and it's one of those things where his differences and like our differences are are beautiful but i think it's one of those things where it's like i i can't get angry when he tries like he's trying to the best of his ability so for me to be like you're an actor I need you to right. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not, that's not fair. But also I communicate like, I would prefer it like this. And you just say it in a nice way. But I, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I at least, I receive when people try. I'm a big try person. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. I just need to see, I just need to see you try. Mm-hmm. So yeah I, I, yeah, I receive it when people try. Any, any little bit of try. Just a little bit. Just a little,
0: little taste, a little taste of try.
1: I agree with that. Cause like sometimes, you know, We do have to kind of when we get into relationships or whatever, we do have to kind of teach people sometimes Mm -hmm. how to treat us. Um, Everybody, you know, has not grown up the same way. Everybody, you know, like she said, may may not have been trained, you know, to love or to do certain things in the same way that we have. So sometimes it's not in, of course, like, you know, what you say, but how you deliver. And Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes we can go into situations and place like these expectations on people and then we can get upset when they don't fulfill the expectation, but we have not communicated, you know? And so that, that's very difficult because it's like, okay, how are you getting upset with me because I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. But you like, you haven't really shown me or told me how you want to be loved or how you need to be. So I think sometimes, although those conversations might be uncomfortable, like we, we might have to, you know, sit down and say like, Hey, you know, this is what I prefer and, you know, like, <laughs> you know, this is not so much of a preference. And I think you can do that all, all in your delivery while still being loving, you yes. know, so. Yes, that's very true.
3: I think for me, it was fairly easy for me to communicate it because it's just like, okay, acts of service, you know, little gifts, things like that. So to me, that's like to me it was just really simple it's a really simple concept (laughs) but then um I guess I can't really get upset because like my husband's love language is physical touch and I'm not necessarily like that I mean I like it but it's like it's just not something that I'm just constantly thinking about and so it's hard for me to like kind of switch that that brain to like what he's thinking Mm -hmm. um but I will also say, even okay, so what would you guys do, I guess, if you've communicated that? Because I feel like just as a female being in a relationship, you've communicated something. Okay, I came to you nicely. Okay, I came to you nicely again. Okay, now I'm starting to get a little bit upset. Okay, now I'm starting to have a little bit of edge in my voice because I asked you to do something and you still haven't done it. Right. So my thing is, once, like you said, I would prefer to do it this way. Okay, what, what do you guys do when you've already done that?
0: Well, I can, I'm can. a spoiled brat now. I can say that, and I wasn't like three years ago. But my husband made me into that. So, with me, I get upset, and I don't talk to him. And then he asks me, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. I don't want to talk about it right now. I can't express the way that I feel right now without sounding angry. So, I'm not going to. Just give me a little bit of time. Because... In our, like, when we were in marriage counsel, counseling with my um pastor, she told us, like, when somebody is in that cave, don't try to yank them out. Don't try to pull them out. Don't try to force them out. Just let them come out when they want to. Most people shut down when mm-hmm. they're angry and they're upset. So she was saying that, like, when they're in that cave and that their time, just allow them to come out on their own. So that's what I do. I be in my cave. And then I'd be acting like a rat, and it'd be so unnecessary, but I do it, (laughs) whatever. And eventually, I come out and I express to him how I feel in that way, like I felt that, like I needed this time, and you didn't give it to me.
1: I think for me, I guess our perspectives would be a little different because I'm, I am single, and so um, I date, but it's kind of like okay, now if I set these (laughs) expectations. (laughs) And I, you know, I've constantly tried to reinforce and things of that nature, and, you know, also, like, one thing, like, when, you, when you're when you talking to somebody and, you know, explaining your expectations, getting mm. the confirmation that they understand, because yeah. some mm. people be like, mm. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but do you, yeah. you
0: understand? You, not do you
1: hear me, but are right. you listening? Right, you yeah. comprehending? What's the yeah. according action? Right. 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 Repeat back to me what I just <laughs> said. Right, oh my god. And so, like, I think for me, it's a little bit easier because, like, that's kind of part of, like, my weed out process. Like, at, you know, uh-huh. dating, like, okay, so I've communicated this once. I've communicated twice. I've communicated three times. Okay. <laughs> well, Man. you know, maybe this ain't, you know, the right fit, you know. But you know that's really so, good, too.
0: That's
1: really good. And so I think <clears throat> when you're not necessarily tethered to someone. Yeah. You know, right, th- right then and there, like, you have a little bit more autonomy yeah. to kind of be like, okay. You know, yeah. You know, you can't. You know, if you can't even try to meet my needs, and I think that's like what you were saying. Are you? You might not be able to get the full extent of you know what I'm what I'm needing for, for from you. But are you trying? Yeah. And then also, I think like it takes evaluation on our part because also like you were saying, what is it that we're looking for? You know, in our partner, are we coming into this situation a whole person? Are we looking for? somebody to complete us or do we want somebody to compliment us? Because I think when we come into the situation whole, we place a lot less expectation on the person to fulfill right. certain needs. Because some of these needs, when we think about it, these are things that we, ha- we need to go to God for. And yeah. even if he tried his hardest, he wouldn't be able to fill that hole. You right. know? So, sometimes we have to you know, do a little bit of self-evaluation.
0: Now, <clears throat> After that. i still cutting up. I don't, I don't. Yes, you gotta I, go. <clears throat> <clears throat> but you know it's good too. And I'm and I'm really, really glad that you said that because when you're single versus when you're married, like being single, you like you can you just cut that person off and don't oh, talk yeah. to them no more. But in a marriage, you have to yep. communicate, you have to express the way that you feel in order for it to work the way that the relationship should go in. So mm-hmm. that's really good. I love that so much because I'm just like I just can't leave my husband like (laughs) and
3: I I will say and I'm not and I'm saying this in the least cockiest way possible but like when I was like single and like I told you guys like entertaining that was my thing Mm -hmm. you know I was the cut off queen like (laughs) okay oh, okay hey. you want to, cool blocked okay yeah. cool blocked. blocked like it didn't it made to me <laughs> and so now now that i'm in a marriage and even still when we were just even just dating like oh it's so hard for me to to just get out of that mindset yeah. because i'm just like just can't leave i just feel like because i put up with so much stuff in the past like i just don't I feel like I value myself so much that if you're not coming at me with the positive energy mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't really want to deal with you. And so I feel like that's my right, you know, as a 24, old 24 year old woman, like mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, a lot of things you had to put up when, when you were a child, cause that was out of your control. But mm-hmm. now I feel like I'm older and I have more control. Yeah. So I don't want to have that energy around me. Yeah. And so to bring it back, it's just really hard for me sometimes, like even, if we're having a discussion or, like, an argument or something. Because my husband is the type where he likes to discuss till we get to an ending or till we get to the same point. I'm the type, we can agree to disagree, you know. Right. Or if it's not going to matter in two weeks, I don't really want to keep talking about it. Yeah. And so it's constantly, like, that that push and pull between the two of us. So it's just, it's hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think you made a good point, like, as far as, like, because sometimes when we're in committed relationships, we have to think about the concept of resolution versus reconciliation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we're seeking resolution, yes. we're looking for, you know, somebody to be right, you know, or something, somebody to take sides or you to think like me or me to think like you, which is not always possible. Sometimes we, we will have to agree to disagree because we're different people, different life experiences. So mm-hmm. it's unrealistic for us to expect that you, for uh, us, our beliefs to line up perfectly with this person. So that's the resolution. But when we look at, like, the construct of reconciliation, that's when you move forward despite, you know, yeah. these little hurdles and things of that nature. Of course, if sometimes that, that might not be always possible if it's something that's really important. But, like, some things, <clears throat> like you said, you can't just up and leave, you know, your husband or your committed relationship. So some things it's like, okay, you know, I might have to kind of, you know lose this battle or take the back seat on this one. even though i I really feel strongly about my point but what is most important is it moving forward or is it you know me um wanting to be right or or like wanting you to see my point of view but like i said that doesn't work if it's
2: big stuff i think that's my problem as far as like trying to pick like is this a resolution conversation or a reconciliation conversation because with me, it's like my dad was in and out. So I really struggle with like a spirit of abandonment in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm one of those people where it's just kind of like, well, if you ain't acting right, I can just dip. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. And I know yeah. that's wrong. And I definitely like I've had to get delivered and get healing from that. But it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, I don't have to do this. Like if you uh-huh. slip in, I can just find somebody else where it's not a problem. And so, I think that with this being the longest committed relationship I've been in, I think that's what's been the hardest for me in just revealing that, like, Ari, you you got to give people grace. Because I really struggle with that. Like, I'm just like, well, you're not
0: getting it. It's just (laughs) just like, what about the things you're not getting, Ari? Exactly. So, that's my
2: issue. It's just like, okay, well, can we resolve it or, like, agree to this? Like, I've never had to deal with that until recently. So, I'm trying to... (laughs) How long have -hmm. you been with him? I've been... With Travis, a year and Lord, okay, one, two, three, we three months, a year and three months going on, on year a year and four. Yeah, so I mean, some people are like, "It ain't nothing," but for no, me, it where, My longest relationship was like six months because it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where it's like cutting off. It's just yeah. so easy. So it's like <laughs> this has been, I'm growing.
0: See, Ariana, you were just talking about the childhood. That's my next question. <laughs> Do you think that your childhood played a key role in your primary love language as an adult? So, like growing up and um not really understanding like what your love language is and getting older and just seeing like okay, I like course of reformation, I love for you to tell me that I'm doing good and just stuff like that. Like do you feel that? So I think
1: for me, definitely, um, just because some of the things I um, I have experienced. So I am adopted. So I experienced a lot of, you know, different issues as far as like my biological mother and, you know, feeling like, you know, she didn't want me and my dad and things of that nature. And so um, <clears throat> just growing up, I really kind of had to do a lot of things on my own. You know, I was in a position where I felt like the family that I was adopted into, like I was kind of like the black sheep where I didn't really fit mm-hmm. in. Didn't really feel like, you know, I was... Well, I knew I was loved, but it was kind of just like... I don't know. It was just a, a mismatch there. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things that, you know, that I didn't get. um, And so now that definitely has, you know, played a a key role because, like I said, my love language is acts of service. And so to me, if somebody just does, you know, something small, like that shows like, hey, you know, you're thinking of me, you love me, you care about me, Mm -hmm. when when growing up, I didn't get those messages. Mm -hmm. So when people do stuff, like that that's even more affirming because it's like okay like you you know there are people who care about you there are people that you know want you in your life in their life you know because with my mom I didn't feel like she wanted me because she put you know she put me up for adoption so like you know just different different things of that nature so I think yeah it definitely has has played a huge role
0: I would say for me, my love language when I was younger was acts of service. I wanted to do stuff to show you that I appreciate what you was doing for me because we didn't grow up rich. We didn't grow up with money and whatever we had, that's what we had. So I've always been so used to having little and appreciating that. And if you gave me something like I want to show you that I appreciated you in the way of either giving my time or giving a gift, a small little gift to say happy birthday or that I love you and stuff like that. But as an adult, it changed because I wanted to hear the affirmation and be encouraged because I I, I can't say that I didn't get that, but I didn't get that as much now compared to being a kid and I mean, as as an adult and stuff like that. Because I didn't really get that from my mom all the time. And it was just like those times when I really, really felt that I needed it. I didn't get it. And I didn't know how to express to her, like, I need you to tell me that you love me. I need you to tell me that, oh, I'm doing such a good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to really say that, like, my baby doing this. My baby doing that. And whatever. Like, I just needed to hear from you directly. And I really didn't get that. So um I'm learning now to step aside and really allow God to move in the relationships that I have with my mom or the relationships that I have with my sisters in order to get that stronger relationship so it my love language changed from the time I was a kid to now because I can better understand it now so
3: um like I said mine was the um acts of service and small gifts And I really think that I got that from my mom growing up. So I have three other sisters all together. There's, um, four girls. And so like my mom would just randomly just get us like gifts. And it's not like we came from like a family of of money or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just, she, um, like if she went to target, she would get like cups and like, I would get a yellow cup. My sister would get a red cup. Another sister would get green, blue, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she would just do that throughout like my life. And so I just really, I really liked that. Or like she would go to the store and be like, hey, I got you your special treat. And, you know, the, my other sister would get their special treat. And so now I feel like I look for that in my marriage like, okay, where's my special treat? Okay, um, yes. okay, you went to the store. Okay, where's, where's my get? special treat? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Right? Like, I've been good today. I love it. Like, right. <laughs> and. Delicious. So that's something that I, like I struggle with with my husband is because he I don't think he necessarily gets that, and um, and so kind of like what you were saying about like um, the abandonment issues I think I also struggle with that too as well as because um, like growing up when we were younger my dad did live with us, and so then around like two thousand. I hope I'm not getting too deep into this, Um, but around 2007, um, my dad just left um, my sisters, my mom and us in this house. And then he went and got a house with his mistress on the other side of town. Mm. And so um, we didn't find out until later. And there was a point in time where like we were living out of our car and everything. And so that was like really stressful. And then in middle school, all throughout middle school, my dad didn't talk to us for three years. And even though he lived in the same city as us, it's just, I think he was just like, I don't know, just caught up in his other life or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that made me feel like, okay, my own dad doesn't want me. Especially like during middle school where you're going through that, that middle school was such a weird, freaky time for me. And um, so, yeah, I just, I would just say, yeah, it does uh play a part in my adult love language for me
2: i think it's one of those things where my mom and my grandma because i live with my mom and my grandma after like my parents ended up getting separated so i think for me it's like i needed because by that time i had already started playing club volleyball and so volleyball was taking most of my time and it was one of those things where it's like i was like oh i'm gonna work really hard at this so it's like i would work hard to gain affirmation Because my dad was one of those people. He pops up when things are going great. Like, he'll be around for graduations. He'll be around for recitals. He'll be around for things like that. Like, he'll be around Mm -hmm. basically to brag about the fact that, oh, yeah, he's doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, you're not here for the building and for those hard moments and for the moments where I don't get it or I need to get taken to practice. So, it's like, I would work really hard to seek that affirmation because I knew that if I did something well, he would be around for that. Oh, wow. And so... Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I would do. And so I I took everything like in my control. It's just like, well, I have to do this or I have to be this good because I know if I do this, dad will be around. And so um, my mom was really good when it came to like, well, you're like this or she would really affirm and speak life over me and, and my grandma too. And I appreciate them for that. And so they would give me that sense of quality time, like just us sitting on the couch and watching basketball games, or like my mom and I during the holidays. We love to watch Hallmark movies, so it's like we'll get the whole living room decorated for Christmas, and we watch, we record every new Hallmark movie, and we'll watch them. <laughs> and it's like I'll sit there, and she's a flight attendant, so I'll rub her like her like feet and like her legs and stuff because I'm just like I mean, she was always working, so yeah. while she was gone, nanny would take care of me, and I would have to be more independent. But it was one of those things where it's just like yeah. It, so it, it definitely played a role,
0: for sure. Have ever got in a situation to where you made assumptions of the other person's love language? Have you ever just made an assumption of this is what this person... Okay, without communicating to that person, this is what this person's love language is. Let me do this. But it was not received in that way. I'll
3: say I don't think that that's happened to me in this situation. <clears throat> just... um. Because I had read the book, and then at the time I was um, um, like, I was uh, together with my husband. We were just like boyfriend and girlfriend. So I had got the book because we were having communication troubles. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to figure something out. But I knew right away. Okay, his is fig- his is physical touch, and then he like explaining the book. Now imagine, you know, if such and such is your love language, and you're being deprived of that, that's how that other person feels. So I don't think necessarily I've had that situation where I assumed it was a different love language and then it caused the argument. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Okay. I don't think that's
2: necessarily been my problem as far as assuming it was a different one. But I think my issue is I haven't done like his, Travis's physical touch. And it's just like, like there's moments where it's like, I'll like playfully hit him, but it's just like, that's an abuse of his love. Like it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, I don't, so I have to be careful with how, well, we have to be careful how we physically touch anyway because we're intentionally dating. Like, there's only so far our physical touch can go yeah. as far as boundaries. But also, it's one of those things where it's just like, if I hit him or I flick him or whatever, it's just like, those are touches. And if I do those things to him, it, it he's just like... <laughs> You know, I mean, it's not like he's like, oh, like anything like that. Yeah, but it's like, I know, like to defensive. also pop pimples. And so that's basically a physical touch thing. Yeah, okay, I'm getting weird on the video. But <laughs> it's like, that's a physical touch thing. And it's like, after a while, that stuff bothers him. Because I treat him like he's like in a little exhibit. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> And so. That's so like, Yeah, it's like I abuse. Basically, I just have to be mindful of the fact. Like, I can't abuse his love language when I know that. Mm. That's good. I don't think, I don't
1: know if I have a comment. Because I don't, I've never really... Mm. I don't think I've had an experience of necessarily assuming mm-hmm. someone's love language. I have, you know, like, had an experience of, like, maybe trying to, well, maybe I have, um, you yeah, know, trying to cater to that particular person's love language and then not necessarily being received. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have had that experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that is kind of all the questions that I have. For today and I would like to continue this conversation if that's okay with you guys um, and kind of going deeper into each love language kind of particularly um, but I really really appreciate you guys so much for taking the time out and coming here to uh, have this conversation with me because I was a nervous wreck. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that this happened in the way that this happened because is, is making me kind of go deeper into what I'm supposed to do as far as what God is telling me to do and mm-hmm. kind of move me in that way. So I'm really excited that I have you ladies. I just want to say to everybody that's listening, take the test because I kind of didn't ask you guys this, but take the test and to really understand what your love language is in order to have a fulfilling relationship with anybody that you encounter because Um, if you don't understand, you don't know. Mm -hmm. And in order to know, you got to go out there and do it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Is there any announcements that you guys want to put out there for anybody to be aware of? Well, they
3: can subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's called Fashionably Jay on YouTube. So go over there, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a like, share a video or two.
2: Um, For me, I am raising money to go on a service trip to Beijing, so if anybody would like to bless me in any way, uh, as far as monetarily for that, I have to raise $1,500 by July, and um, yeah, I would definitely appreciate that, and if you can't help monetarily, please pray for me, because that's a long <laughs> flight as far as like where I'm going.
0: Um, when are you going?
2: I'm going in July. Okay. Yeah, and technically I'm not supposed to be telling people exactly where I'm going. So I accidentally told people. It's, I'm just supposed to say East Asia, but, you know, just keep me in prayer, man. You mm-hmm. got a cash app? I do have a cash. I, I have a cash app. Is <laughs> What is it? Uh, it's the little dollar sign. Dollar sign, R-E-M, and, you know, R-E-M Anderson. But, yeah, R-E-A-R-I-M. I feel like I'm, like, public myself.
0: And, <laughs> A-N-D.
2: So go ahead, if y'all want to. Bless me. (laughs) Blessings and abundance, Lord.
0: Until next time, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for being here. Bye.